This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Ha. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. I'm Taylor Stern, joined by Mickey, Rob, Brian. We are here on a victory Monday at the Star in Frisco, getting ready to break down the Kansas City mm. Chiefs victory that mm. the Cowboys had yesterday at AT&T Stadium. Of course, they won 28-17 in pretty much dominating fashion, if you can just forget about that pre-halftime <laughs> touchdown. Yeah. But they held these guys, and they had the great, great game plan. Try saying that ten times fast. But how are you guys doing today? Really good. Fantastic. Mickey's wearing a vest, so we know it's going to be a good time. Let's go. Ready to rock? Yeah. Cold front coming in. Cold front. (laughs) We 90 degrees on the the plaza yesterday. Don't talk about a cold front tonight. You surprised how well they tackled yesterday. I was impressed by how well they tackled yesterday and how physical they were uh, defensively, especially uh, up front against the running game. Uh, Was some great fits. I think. I think. Yeah, you know, Tyrone Crawford after the game, and you know, you hear these things. Yeah. Okay. Think it's game. Oh, we were we were on our keys. Everybody was on their keys, and I was thinking, okay, how boring. And then I went back and looked at my notes, and I said, you know what? There was something to that. Sure. They didn't get caught chasing the ball. Yes. Everybody stayed where they were supposed to stay, and I think that Sean Lee had the Kansas City Chiefs game plan. He did, and he held. They all held Kareem Hunt, the league's leading rusher currently, yeah. to 37 yards on nine carries, his second lowest output of the season. That's impressive because a lot of people were concerned that you were. Yep, Brian's raising his hand right now. I'll raise my hand. Alex Smith had so many weapons. He had ground game. He had tight ends. He had Tyreek. Yeah, and very hold- similar. The teams yeah. are very similar in the way they play. If you if you really want to look at it, I, I don't think that you know that Dallas doesn't have, of course, a Marcus Peters to play on the end. But heck, you know, Scott Linehan said, "I'll attack you. I don't have a problem with that." Went a double move against, uh, with, put Terrence Williams out there, went double move on him, ran Des Bryant on an inside route another time. I mean, you know, give give the the both the offense and defensive coaches a lot of credit with the game plans that they were able to and the execution by the players, of course. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I felt like that neither defense was going to really be able to slow the other offense down. And, and, the, and the Cowboys were outstanding yesterday. The, the, we were talking about Mickey said the run fits. Uh, you know, you get the one key turnover at the end of the game. We talked about, hey, find two stops. Make two stops. In my opinion, they made a stop at 324 in the third, and they made another stop on the interception. That was the difference of your football game right there. Yeah, and you guys mentioned the tackling. I I thought the secondary guys set the tone with the tackling early on. Xavier Woods with the third down stop in great position. Byron Jones was in position on that play as well. Skandrick with a big tackle. I mean, when your DBs are stepping up and being physical and tackling, I think that sends a message to the rest of the defense. We're we're ready to play. Yeah. And uh, they got off to a great start. You know, there was – one play in question, but other than that, uh, they they were outstanding in this game. You know, on some of those tackles, those DBs made they read the play right. They were jumping. 
They 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 were keen. Whatever they were keen on, they they read it. Scandrick read the one right. Yeah. And 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 that encourages you that hey, these guys are studying. These guys are trying to figure out what's going on. And I think it's just a maturation process that's taking place right now. Yeah. The, the, your defensive back. When you talk about Scandrick and Lee, both two of your smarter defenders. You know, they were they were they were really playing with, especially in some of that zone coverage stuff. Scandrick would come off his guy in zone to read the interception was uh, just a clear read. He 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 saw it all the way. Jeff Heath reading from the back end, he saw what was going on. He knew he was going to try and fit that ball and 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 give give Tank Lawrence a lot of credit for driving Fisher all the way down inside and making Smith have to throw the ball over the top of him. But yeah, the, the, usually when you have big plays, you have it's it's not just the interception. It's like two or three other guys doing something to affect the play. And and they had that happen a lot. Uh, yesterday and the way they were playing some of their coverages. Yeah, absolutely. You never felt like Alex Smith was completely comfortable in the game. Made him hold the ball. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's the thing about it is find a way to make him hold the ball. And, you know, there was – hey, there were a couple of times there were some breakdowns, and but Smith, you know, there was pressure in his face. Give the line a lot of credit for their ability to attack. Uh, you know, with uh, David Irvin playing inside, played a little bit outside as well, got some pressure. His sack came from him playing left defensive end. So, you know, that, those are the types of things that you, you need to have. If, if they're going to continue to get pressure and choke the run, well, they could play some defense in this league. And Brian wrote about that sack last night, how yeah. it was everybody else getting pressure, allowing right. Irving to climb the pocket. And when you look at Irving had a sack a couple games ago where it was, it was Tyrone Crawford allowing him to – they ran a stunt, a, a game perfectly. Right. It's really all these linemen together that are getting this – collective pressure and yeah. that, that's what's so impressive about it is it's not just hey Demarcus Lawrence has 10 and a half sacks it's a bunch of guys that are they're working together in concert yeah on a scale of one to ten and I know this might be hard to say eight games in but you're halfway through the season right now how strongly do you feel about this Cowboys defensive line currently the defensive line the defensive line 10 being the best 10 being man 85 bears defense <laughs> championship yep. Ooh. um I mean, I was reading some different articles today that people were saying this is the best the Cowboys defensive line has looked in years. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I would, know, I would still twenty-seven sacks. Man, I tell you, that's because you know, does the, the the play in the run has to do with the fits and has to do with Sean Lee and has to do with the tackling. But if you look at the pressure, I would give him a seven myself right now on that. See, how Passing much? Three. How about how about just the entire defense? That's one of the most impressive defensive performance considering yeah. the opponent they've had in quite some time. That is, that is a tough – And basically yeah. what I just wrote for today is no more equivocating about the defense. Well, with San Francisco. Well, yeah. Washington was beat up. Right. They played a darn good offense yesterday, and they whipped them. Should have been just 10 points. Right. So you hold the team that's averaging 29.5 points a game – the number three in total yards, the leading rusher, the leading quarterback rating uh, quarterback on their on their side. Don't turn the ball over, and they they yeah. they yeah they don't turn the ball over, and you beat them that bad. Yeah, let's they're they're good. Can they can they now can they sustain yeah, it? Yeah, that's going to be. I the, mean, that's yeah. the deal. But yeah. this this was a. Did you say it during the week? We're going to find out yes. about this defense yes. because it, it's so funny. We went into the bye week, and it's weird how it's, it was a month in between a home game. The last game was Green Bay, and we headed into the bye saying, this offense is on track now, but what about this defense? Is this defense going to cost the Cowboys because they can't stop anybody or they can't stop elite talent on the other side of the ball? And this was a great test, well, and they going, passed it. 
And think about it, six won. of six of eight games now they've held they've held opponents to no more than twenty points, nineteen points. Actually. Right. Right. Yeah, because going into this season, I remember after the week one game against the Giants, of course, we didn't know what kind of team the Giants would be at that point. And a lot of people were so impressed with the defense walking away saying, is this for real? Can we trust this? The next week, of course, was the Denver game and you kind of were back to square one. But that was your one clunker this year that you've had so far. I mean, that's (laughs) the one the one game where you kind of look back and you say, Okay, they just you know just didn't play well enough, really on on, on offense or defense. You and know, you that watch was a, that was a team loss right there. That wasn't so much on the defense. I feel like they got put in some bad situations, but they didn't do what they needed to do. And yeah, they they've you know Sean Lee being back in the lineup, I think has really helped. I, I think the fact that you have you know Orlando Skandrick, I think is playing very well right now. I mean, they still got some issues there, but heck, they didn't allow the Chiefs to run the football. That that that's that's the thing I was worried about the most that the Chiefs would have balance and then all of a sudden now they're kind of doing what the Cowboys did to them is keep the ball away, long drives, finish drives. They were able not to yeah, they they they, did, they didn't accomplish that. You go back and and you think about that Denver game and the way Denver's playing right now, and you're like, what the hell happened in that? game? They played them the wrong week. You know, yeah, they, they sure did. But to answer your question, Taylor, you played you had, Washington the right week. They go to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, and victory. Yeah, one to ten. This Cowboys D line, I put them at an eight because I think it can get better, and and they've still got more tests ahead. They got another test this Sunday at Atlanta, mm-hmm. but. They now have they have two guys, and I'm not going to call them war daddies or whatever, but they've got two guys right now, D-Law and Irving, that offenses look at and say, we got we to find a way to block these two guys. And that's something that, you know, you go into the season and you're like, do they have one of those guys? Now there's two, one rushing from the middle, one from the outside, and they move Irving around. I mean, that is a huge thing uh, to account for for an offense. And they better not go to sleep on Crawford either. No, you know he, his Tyrone. his, his yeah. career high in sacks is five. He's got four halfway through the season. right. Absolutely. So uh, the versatility up front, uh, I think, has really helped. That it's not just one guy, and that was a hard game to get sacks on, and they got two. They've been getting four or five a game. So yeah, twenty-seven uh, after eight games. Eight that's, that's, in two thousand fourteen. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, they're actually they, they're getting, getting better. They're actually getting good play from guys like Richard Ash, which is funny to say. I mean, you I mean if, when you sit down and really, if you watch the, uh, the you know game pass all twenty two, and I think everybody does, you, you can see seventy six actually do some things. And, and you know they they have a they have some that final drive. I mean they they took Lawrence and put him on the right side and, and put Taco in the game on the left side, and they said, hey, let's go to work and try and kill this game. And I'm, so yeah, it was good. You know, glad you brought him up. How have we gone this long without talking about Taco's first career sack? Yeah. Mickey, you predicted it. I was, it was a game off. It was there. Lindsay predicted it on cover four, right? Lindsay's been holding to that for about <laughs> three weeks now. But At some re- point you're going to get When right. it happens, it happens. Regardless. Though, right? yeah. Oh, he, and you know, it was a nice effort on his part because he had gone to the outside and Alex Smith stepped up and he stepped inside and, yeah. and caught him. Yeah. Uh, you know, nice job on his part to keep working and not lose uh, energy and, and not lose his intensity. And I think that's what Rod Marinelli's been talking about him. You know, just let him go. Let him go. There's a lot of guys that were drafted in the first two rounds that hadn't had their first sack yet right. that were 
true defense events. Yeah. yeah. And I like on the TVs and extras, of course, you guys can't see it, but I'll let you know they're showing the potato sack race that Travis Kelsey just had to do. <laughs> they obviously planned that. And after that, the Cowboys outscored them 14-0. So. Yeah. They got caught in their sacks the rest of the game. Yeah. Stupid stuff. What? It's stupid. Yeah. Celebrations are stupid. I mean, that happiness is that, stupid. That, that planned out is. I'm just sure if some dumb. Missouri Tiger guy was doing that, you'd be hey, all, uh, we, all over. The, we catch. You celebrate ball. Florida victory this we past week. We all and throw it to the referee just the way you're you supposed to. You didn't do to a potato sack race or anything? No. Like that? no. I was a kid. They were out. They were gonna Mickey kill. never had any fun as a kid. They were going to kill Florida. Well, and I like that. <laughs> All right. He's a sweetie. He really is. <laughs> I just adore him. And Marcus Marcus Spears was the only one that figured it out, yeah. too, by yeah, the way. That's true. Right. That's what true. a genius. He probably doesn't have any help with No, he just doesn't department. have all that SEC bias like the other people on that show have. Okay, now. Feels like you do. Yeah. Who? How about the first three, for though, for Kansas City? The first oh. three, the first three uh, possessions. Punt, punt, punt. Yeah. Well, the Cowboys were right there in the first two series. They had two three and outs to start the game. Yeah, it looked like it was going to be a six to three ball like, game. Should have been no. ten three at halftime. Someone just needs to score. Or ten yeah. ten. What was it? Fourteen uh, three. Fourteen three. Yeah. Yeah, but that that's just uh, you know I just I just going into this game I thought that Kansas City would be able to move the football. Well, yeah. I really did. Yeah. I mean, I just well, they've done I, it I didn't all year. Know, I didn't know how Dallas was going to. I didn't know how Dallas. I thought Kansas City would make big plays. And they did, and they they limited. I mean, that's what Dallas. You win this game, you limit it because you you gave you didn't give up any big plays. I went through and looked at I it. I mean, the fifty. I mean, we understand what happened on the final play. Well, not counting that one. Yeah, I, they're explosive plays. I ten ten plus runs or twenty plus catch plays. Yeah, minus the one at the end of the half that I'm sure we'll get into. They had four the entire game. Yeah, Tyreek Hill had a twelve yard run. Kelsey for twenty two. Thomas twenty two. Kareem Hunt had a 19-yard run once. Yeah, well, that's a great breaking point, Rob, of course. Yes, we will get into that weird, fluky play at the end of the half. We'll get into Zeke, Dez, Dak, all of the offensive guys when we come back from the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. 
I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. This is Talking Cowboys. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet, but seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John has a contour pouch and, Mickey, this is important, moisture-wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Robert, you know who was not wearing his Tommy John's yesterday? Mm. And you can tell him where to get it really quickly. Drop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. I don't think Deion Sanders was wearing his Tommy John's yesterday. He got his panties in a wad. He was pretty upset. A little bit. Sometimes the truth hurts. Did you get along with him at all, Mickey? I was okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we were fine. Did Did he ever call you out when you called him out? I didn't buy into all his stuff. He ever gave you, like, a next question answer? No. Dion, no, he wanted to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he even said that. He used to tell those young DBs, hey, sometimes you got to make a business decision. Right. You're not not getting paid to make tackles. You're getting paid to make interceptions. So I don't know why he got so upset about it. Well, it was hilarious because what he said was so funny. Tony? Oh, God. I thought Tony Tony was was good. Tony was funny. Talked about Peters turning down that tackle. Oh, you're talking about the Dion retort. (laughs) So good. (laughs) You think it was hard for Tony to do that game yesterday? Sure. Um... Sounded a little hard. Do you think? I, yeah. I thought he was okay. I mean, I was. Listening I think he was. I think he was. I think he was very self conscious of what he was going to say. Well, he had to. He knew he had to be careful. I'm, I'm glad he's not doing the Fox games. To be honest with you, like all the time. Yeah, because I think that would be very. If if they put him on now, maybe if he was Fox, he wouldn't be number one crew. Are you talking about how he? Has been on this team or for a long time, first yeah. not on this team, or how much he understands the scheme. No, he and- understands the scheme and everything, and so he had to be careful about that. But you know, when you're you're thinking about we and us, you know that. Con- but he didn't do it. No, no. But I'm saying that's hard to do a broadcast. It seemed like to me. I've seen other broadcasts where I kind of felt like he was more into it. You know. Well, I thought he had a hard time not bringing up Nick and Sam, so that felt awkward. Well, he had to. Yeah, he had to get that one in. Look at the sponsors there. Water got Waterboy in there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I've heard him. I, I just felt like that broadcast was a little different for him. Well, I mean, where at the end he had to say Kansas City will be okay. You well, know? I didn't. I didn't listen to the yeah. the, the closing. Yeah. Well, I listened to it up to it though. I mean, look the the pregame video tribute, Kent Garrison. Yeah, he was clearly emotional. Right, after watching that, throw so for a loop. There's still a lot of feelings. Way to go, about, Kent. You know, absolutely great job. Um, Thank you for him coming back here and not being a player on this team anymore. So it's got to be. I mean, it'll probably get easier. You know, he's got what Thanksgiving's the next one. Yeah, it'll get easier. Yeah, he gets get Thanksgiving more... at home with his family. Yeah, it'll be more normal. All right. Well, at least the Cowboys go... did better with his return than Don Meredith. What uh, happened there? Yeah, Meredith's first game back in seven. So sixty nine. Monday Night football started seven Mon- Monday. So they, but it was well. He his last year was. 68 or 69? 68. 68. So his first game back here as a broadcaster, 
Cowboys got beat 38 to nothing. Mm. So this was, this was a little bit better. No video tribute there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they didn't have video back then. Oh, they didn't? Okay. Well, the Cowboys did win yesterday, and we are still celebrating on this Victory Monday, of course. Beating the Chiefs and also beating them in so many different categories on the game. Of course, having more total first downs, 24 versus 17. They had a 58% third down efficiency, which was good. Yeah. Because as Brian brought up earlier, they were having some three and outs to start this game. Yeah, they so sure were. finally getting those 7 out of 12 makes a huge difference in this game. Yeah, I thought the pass protection was outstanding in this game. And mm-hmm. to give the, give the receivers a lot of credit for the routes they ran. Do you kind of feel like the Dak was pushing the ball a little bit, though, early? Kind of, kind of amped up, kind of maybe not being really comfortable with the way he was throwing the ball. A little bit. A couple yes. passes got away from him. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought, you know, people talk about the sun and all that stuff like that. I just felt like there were some, some kind of errant throws. All right, early. I don't want to hear that anymore. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying not from you. Oh, from them. I'm tired of hearing it. The players. There's sun. There was sun in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, you go one direction in San Francisco, the sun was – I saw them in, in warm-ups. They were sitting there like this trying to catch punts. Yeah. And I was like, what, are they practicing their fair catch? Yeah. Switzer needed to, you know, bone up on that? Yeah. No, the sun was in his eyes. Yeah. So, you know, the water was in their eyes last week. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch the ball. They're inside, it raining in my That's eyes. why it's a big deal, because they're inside. It doesn't matter. There's still sun. Mickey's minute. But they're inside. Well, <laughs> so what? It's time for <laughs> Mickey's Minute. You're yeah, outside, it, and you have you have you have elements. Des, yep. did, Des did talk about it at length. Yeah, I know he did. And Bryce mentioned. Give it, it up. Too. Hey, they're the ones trying to make catches out there. Catch Can the we ball. talk about something positive like their red zone efficiency? No, hundred percent. Catch the ball. They was did. It, was it fifty percent? It was hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Fifty percent for Whoa. the old Chiefs. Four of four in the red zone. Yeah. Four of four. And you know what, Brian, you brought up the receivers. Let's get into them. Of course, Beasley has two touchdowns. Terrence Williams has his first 100-yard receiving game yeah. since 2015. And, you know, Dez had some excellent catches as well. They really stepped up in this game. And what was the difference here? The difference was that Kansas City's Kansas City have has one corner that can really play, and the rest of them can't. Marcus Peters only and the pass protection. Yeah, and the pass really protection good. was good too. Yeah, I, I like I say, you watch the tape of that one. Dak is, Dak's got plenty of time. Climbs the pocket a couple of times. You're making rip throws down the middle of the field. You know you got time to throw the football, and you know you got guys running good routes. Can't see secondary though. It's not very good other than Marcus Peters. And it really isn't. But and he had enough time in the pocket. Yeah, like the the first touchdown pass to Beasley. Right. When he was looking for Dez and the safety went over yep. there, and he says, all right, yeah. Bees, beat your guy up the middle and the wide open yeah. in the end yeah. zone. They, so Free access on routes. And the other thing I think they started getting concerned about, especially when they got into the red zone, was Dak running the and football. I was just yeah. going to say that. It's yeah. not just red zone. I mean, yeah. well, the, the first pass you mentioned to Beasley for the touchdown, that was play action again. And then what was the, the long pass to, to Terrence for – 56 yards. I mean, that yeah, was that well, was he Dak threw it on the run. On yeah. the run, and he was a what, he was a yard away from going over the line of scrimmage on that. Play. I had to go back and look because I when, yeah when he, he threw he it. Was, I said, well, he yeah, ran yeah, a long way. You talk about having awareness on both ends. The quarterback having the awareness where he was on the field, and the receiver for having the awareness to stay in bounds. That that could have been very easy for Terrence to drift. You know, as much as he likes to body catch the ball and adjust and all. He was able to catch the ball in his hands and then get up the sidelines. That's what you have to have right there. 
You know, if you're going to make those huge plays, I, I, I'm always impressed with Terrence's ability when plays break down for him to find space. And that was him just breaking off his route. Yeah, right? I mean, you can see the sidelines. Everybody's pointing when Dak's running. Everybody points deep, and and there's Terrence standing there waiting for the football. So you know that's that's a great job. We've seen him do it with the toe drag. We've seen him do it in tight spaces. He's got that ability to play along the sidelines, and I think that's a, a nice trait to have. You know, that was their first. 100-yard receiving game. Uh, it had been 15 games since they'd had one. Right. So we're going back to last year, too. Right. So it's been a while since the receivers have had one big game. But, again, when you have all you run the ball. weapons and you run the football. You run the football. Right? Yeah. You're I mean, never going to have big numbers here as a receiver. Yeah. You're, n- you're not. You're just not. Yeah, and, of course, an update there. We still do not have exact – we don't have an exact answer of what happened to Des and Terrence injury-wise – we're hearing that they're fine. I'm sure that Jason Garrett will clear some things up at 3 p.m. today. Sure. But uh, no one knows for sure. For sure, it looks like ankles for both, but we just don't have exact diagnosis. For Terrence, it's the ankle that he, I think it was the first play of the season. Yeah. Where he rolled it up, and it's been bothering him, and he, he got it aggravated in the game last night. Uh, Dez said he's just sore. He, structurally, he's okay. We'll see how the week goes on. And, and and Terrence was walking just fine after the game. Matter of fact, on the yeah. bench, he was walking just fine. He kind of walked it off. So I think the concern uh, would be Tyron with the with the groin. Yeah. Absolutely. That was, that was, MRI scheduled. Yeah, that was Chaz Green late in that one yesterday. And then and then um, Brian Price. Brian Price is probably in trouble. Yeah. Dislocated knee? Dislocated his kneecap. Yeah. Never fun. It, it did not look good. Well, he needed even, crutches on the way out. It even looked worse when he was trying to get in the car that they pulled up for him Oof. in the passenger seat, and he couldn't get he couldn't get himself in. Somebody had to physically lift his legs and turn it into the seat. Yeah, Richard Ash. Not fun. Now the other guy we don't Lewis know. Lewis Neal. Lewis Neal. Maybe it's another week, another Monday where we're sitting here excited about Zeke's play yesterday, but still unsure if he is exactly eligible to play this next Sunday at Atlanta. Of course, his hearing is this Thursday, set at 1 p.m. Central Time. So here we are. Yeah. Once back again. again. We yeah. might find out Thursday. We might find out Friday. You think you'd know by the end of the week what his. Next fate. So that means he can practice Wednesday and Thursday if the hearing's not till right. 2 o'clock. Yeah. He'll be right. done with practice. They saved him on a Friday last week. They'll have the opportunity maybe to end it all. The <laughs> Hail Mary was converted. <laughs> That's right. And it was a beautiful sight for all to see. Yeah. Unfortunately, we saw a difference. We're going to have to come up with a name for that play. It's not a Hail Mary at half. Hail Mary. The Hail Mary. The Hail Mary. That's what <clears> they <throat> called it. Yes, the Hail Mary. Let's get into it. How did that happen? Well, you had seven <laughs> defenders inside your own 15-yard line. They threw the ball underneath, which was a smart thing to do, and you put it in a playmaker's hands. That's even better. That again? Yeah. Well, that's you know, I, yeah, it's 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 they throw screens and stuff all the time. Give give the the Chiefs a lot of credit for a understanding who they needed to put the ball because with him with a running start, it's just like a punt return or a kickoff return, whatever you want to do with him, and he freezes defenders. His the way that his running style is, you freeze and you you're afraid to like overcommit and adjust. Uh, they but didn't what, attack. That's did, what they. You're that's what I'm exactly saying. right. They they just st- they stood and watched and it was like hope 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 and then all of a sudden then they had to react. You had you know and you have Sean no Sean Lee on the field and I believe Sean Lee had a thigh contusion. Yeah. He was not on the field at all. So 
they had they had uh, Anthony Hitchens standing on the goal line, so he was one of the last line of defense. It, it wasn't like they were going to defend a Hail Mary. They were expecting something short maybe and then rally, and they just, when it went to Hill, he broke everybody down. Yeah. He, he broke. Hitchens overran the play. The three blocks they got were on guys that can tackle. The other, th- they said, okay, everybody else could could potentially miss these tackles. So yeah, it was a it was a great play call. It was terribly executed on the Cowboys' part. If you're going to put seven guys inside the 15 yard line, like Mickey says, attack the ball. Just start up the field and attack the ball. They waited, they waited, and when by the time Hill got near the goal line or near the 10 yard line, it was over. See here, here, here was the first mistake. They they showed Kansas City what they were going to do. Yeah. So Kansas City said, "Well, I'm not throwing a hail mary yeah. into that. Not into that. They it's spotted just, him 40 yards. Let's just throw it underneath." Yeah. Right. Second mistake. Wilson was the only guy that was between the line of scrimmage and the 10 yard line, and he couldn't run back. And fast. he went forward. Went forward Where yeah. were you going? Well, the thing I worried about Mickey was he spying on the quarterback. Yeah, that's what I thought. But what was the quarterback going to do? Start well, running? I'd have taken my chances yeah, with Alex Smith that, running. That might been. That's where I had my question about because I agree with you. Because if it was me, I would have just immediately turned and run. And he did. He started running, but he 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 kind of gave up late. In the you know as it was but but he got in no man's he land. got no man's land because he didn't chase and then you had a bunch of guys that just did not react mm-hmm. I mean they just sat they they built like they were trying to build a wall we'd seen the Cowboys tackle where there was a play in this game where all three linebackers were on the tackle it, they were playing base you got Wilson Lee and Hitchens all on a tackle when it was when it went to the running back ball goes underneath. All three of them right there. That they've got. They, that's what they failed to do. Just and once Scandrick missed him, it was like, all right. The, wor- the worst miss. The worst or- miss was Hitchens. Yeah, Hitch- at the when end, Hitch- when Hitchens overran the play, that was it. Because you know, and but they they took out the guys that could potentially tackle, like yeah. Heath, guys like that. They let Lewis play play free. Scandrick got to play free. Yeah. You know, so it was the mother of all previous. Okay, so I've got, I've got, I've got the now the the next play off of that. Once okay. I do, I do that, and I got my guy running down right. like that, and they're all down there. I'm going to take another guy and have him run on the other side of the throw field. Throw him the ball. And then throw him the ball when everybody decides, oh, right. I better converge on this guy. They tried to do that. That, that, in a way, if you watched, there was one of the punt returns. You think Robinson was supposed to – but Robinson was the guy that made the two blocks. Yeah, Robinson waved him on over. Yeah. Robinson said, follow me, and then that's where he got the box. No, but if you remember, the second punt return they had, they had twin safeties. Go back and watch this. I wrote about it last night because I noticed it yesterday in the game. Twin safeties, and Hill faked like he was going to get the ball. Like he's up like – and he acts like he's going to receive the ball to try and draw everybody over – and then they're going to run up the sidelines. Okay. So like it was like he was trying to lure the 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 the, the, the punt team over. That was the play that Frazier made where he slammed yeah. slammed Robinson on the play. Terrific. But yeah. they but you see you see Hill on the other side. He's drifting like okay. They pay such attention to me mm-hmm. that I'm going to draw defenders away. Cowboys did a nice job of playing what they needed to play. You ever seen that? that yeah, I've seen that it often? work. I've seen yeah. it work. 
seen it work. Absolutely, I've seen it work. Go back. You can, you can YouTube it. I, I think the Bears actually did it in a game. Yeah, I feel like I've seen it before. The Bears, but yeah, the Bears. Bears. Well, they did it with they did it with um, Hester. Hester. Yeah. yeah. Go back and watch the Bears. So, so it worked. If you've got a a, a transcendent type returner, yeah, somebody that's gonna, gonna somebody decoy. Gonna, yeah, somebody that's gonna draw all the the coverage to him. But yeah. It was a hell of a call by Andy Reid. That I mean, that's just they and they've got the ball in the perfect guy's hands to handle that. They got somebody with the ball that totally breaks down your defense and freezes it. I mean, just think of the percentages, right? Yeah. If you throw it, what are the percentages of completing the ball? Not very much, right? Right. But if you do that, you at least give yourself a chance. Chance, which goes back to my disdain for backing off on third and 20 well, and letting them throw the ball underneath and run with it. You basically money need, 44? Was that what it's called? Well, money. what was this? Money 56? You basically <laughs> needed 15 yards to score a touchdown because 40 was spotted to them. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And yeah, they, you only and they had took to do it. anything till the that's all yard it, line. Yeah, and if you get a missed tackle, a, a guy's not in position to get other tackles or attempt tackles, you know, it's a... Guy gets credit for a touchdown pass. Like, like he was playing flag, flag And you wonder why there. Alex Smith now has a, a rating of over <laughs> eight yards an attempt. Yeah. Like we talked about last week. That, that one play saved his quarterback sure rating did. in that game. Sure it did. When I looked at it, I said, how could it be that high? And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. He had a 56-yard touchdown. We talked about last week. He is a he is a guy that's willing to throw the ball underneath and, and let people run with it. They didn't have their first completion to a wide receiver until their second possession in the second quarter. Yeah, it was so like there was three about, minutes left. There was, no, no. There was about uh, uh, ten, nine or ten minutes left in the second quarter. And he, he completed a first pass to a wide receiver on a second and eight. So they were – I mean, Hill only had two catches, right? Right. Two catches. Everything was to the running backs and the tight end. Yeah, see, they tried to use him as a running back, too, a couple different times. Yeah. And that didn't work out very well. Great, so Great again, job defensively. By yeah, they were one, prepared. One yeah. chunk play in the entire game. Yeah, they, 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 the Kelsey, Hill, the weapons, they, they took those weapons out of the game. That's, that's how you win it. Yeah, well, Dak Prescott did win the Mullen Bowl. They did. The Dan Mullen Love Appreciation Bowl. I'm yeah. sure they yeah. both got texts. But Dak Prescott is one of only two players in the Super Bowl era to record 35-plus passing touchdowns and 10 rushing touchdowns in his Cam career. Newton, right? The other one? Yep. Cam Newton is the other guy. He's a weapon. He's an absolute weapon. And, and his running ability, we talked about earlier, it, it, it freezes defenses. And it allows guys to get open in space. It's... Um, we never. I don't know if we talk enough about how second and how ten. Good he is. Second and ten, they run a read option for thirteen yards. Yeah, think about that. Second and ten for ninety percent of the teams in the National Football League is to throw. Yeah, we got to get this. We got to get at least half. We got to get. You know, we got to find a way. No, they call a read option. Jason Witten on an arc release gets outside, and the next thing you know, that thing's thirteen yards down the field. So they did a good job of. I, I bet of studying Kansas City's tendencies on. Okay, here's what they do on second yeah. and ten. And I thought, you know, Jason said it about three times yesterday, the job Linehan did absolutely with those calls, getting him to run the ball. You want to overcommit? Okay, here you go. Because they were starting to blitz yeah. quite a bit. And by the way, Zeke did a heck of a job picking up blitzes. Chopped him down. Right? Yep. Chopped For a guy him. that got one day of practice. Yeah. And I was watching, and he was hanging in there and yeah. taking those guys on. Yep, he sure was. Did a, did a really nice job. Absolutely. Well, let's take our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. When we come back, we will have much more for you and some different things to discuss. Be right back. 
To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offer. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So, next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is Talking Cowboys. And we're talking Papa John's Pizza, of course, on a Monday when we're all hungry. Hungry. We understand how good that pizza is. The ingredients, the pepperoni, everything's 100% perfect. And when you have ingredients like that, you have better pizza, and it's Papa John's. That is awesome. But you know what's even better? Is Rob's Twitter poll. Yes. All right. I got three options for you. Couple three streaks, in fact, not counting the Cowboys' three-game win streak that came out of this game on Sunday, which is most impressive. Zeke has three straight games with a touchdown. David Irving has four straight games with a sack, all four games that he's played in since the suspension ended. Or the Cowboys as a whole, six games in a row with at least 28 points scored. What's most impressive to y'all? Well, we saw the red zone efficiency last year, hoping that it was going to carry on over here. I think I have to go with David Irving's sacks because, yes, okay, you know, so let's see. The quarterbacks that he's faced, C.J. Beathard, meh. Kirk Cousins, okay, and obviously Alex Smith yesterday, and then who was the one before that? Aaron? Aaron, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, pretty good. So, uh, well, granted his sacks are not – I have to go with David Irving, I think. You know, Zeke has scored touchdowns. You're talking about red zone efficiency. I kind of think those go hand-in-hand a little bit. I expect him to do that. Yeah. Despite everything he's dealing with off the field. Yeah, I'm going to go with the old Irving. Yeah, but all his touchdowns rushing aren't in the red zone. Most of them are. Many of them. Yeah. That's a a good question because I'm sitting here thinking the 28 points. I got the answer for you. Because if you run the ball. The genius over here. Traditionally, if you run the ball a lot in the National Football League, you don't score points. 
you kind of keep, you know, you're grinding it out. You're, you're not scoring a lot of points every possession. So the fact that they, they continually run the ball as successfully as they do and score points, that's the one I think that, that's the most impressive to me. And must be pointed out that in the Washington game, a defensive touchdown got them over that hump. Yeah, but, but, that's but okay. score. by and large, that's it's okay. the offense. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying, though, to me, it's – you know, you're talking about as many weapons as they have, though, but running the football as successfully as they do, again, you don't score a lot of points taking that path. I'll go with the points. The six consecutive 28-point games ties a club record for yeah. most in a row and last achieved 10 years ago in 2007. When they won 13 games That's and right. won the division. So I will take the 28-point streak. And that vote got 55%. Followed by David Irving, 42%. No love for Zeke. Just taking him for granted. 3% of the vote. How you expect that from him? Yeah, and you should. You absolutely should. Yeah, even when he gets a day of practice and just yeah. comes running in here. I, Rob- think he, I think you should include, include a fourth. Mm. Mickey's choice. And see how many people trust me to come up with <sighs> something that's the best. Uh, see if I get more than 2%. Judgment call? No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, come on. Nope. Why don't you take it over, Mickey? No. Mickey's, I can't even uh, find where to do the poll. Oh, he could do his minute. You yeah. Know? He hadn't done that in about but, three months. But, you know, do we take Zeke for granted? No. No, I'm kidding. I'm no, I mean, no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, though, but, you know, the fans, though, do they take Zeke for granted? We can call this segment Brian's Bomb. It's where he just comes in <laughs> with a crazy question here. I'll say this. Can I, I thought the turning point of the game – was their first drive of the second half. And it was vintage Zeke, if you want to call it that. Okay, Kansas City scores another touchdown, 14 unanswered. Cowboys are reeling right there. Play at the end of the half, then Kansas City comes out. They're getting going offensively. They're getting some chunk plays. And the Cowboys go back to what they do offensively that's so successful. 12 plays, 75 yards, five and a half minutes. Zeke had seven carries for 33 yards on that drive kind of just controlling the pace, gets the touchdown, and it's like, okay, they're, they're, they're still executing at a level that they're not going to lose this football game. And that was, all, that was mostly him, I thought. But didn't you think first and goal from the six that he's, he's scoring? You just took it for granted. He's going to yeah. score. Yeah. yeah. He, if he had to run it once, twice, three times, he's scoring. Don't get me in third and short. Yeah. No, don't get me in that. Or even fourth. Fourth down, yeah. I'm, I'm handed it to him. Yeah. And, and you know, there wasn't a lot of fancy runs in this one, nope. 93 yards. It's surprising because like, we, everybody, we talk about what do you have to do to stop the run? You have to commit to stopping the run. And Kansas City played that played that card. They did, right from the start, they right? That's that why card. they had those yeah. first, yeah. Tay mentioned, yeah. three and outs. Yeah, they, 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 were they, they played that. Stacking the line of yeah. scrimmage. And then all of a sudden, Dak made some great throws, kind of loosened things up a little bit there. Yeah, Mickey and I were joking. You know, Mickey said the other day, first one of 40 wins. He's like, can they just get to any points here? Yeah. Any points would yeah. be great. First one to 40 wins, and it was going to be 14-3 at halftime. First one yeah. to 10. Bunch yeah. of kicker clanging one off the upright. Woo. They're two for two on uprights. Gosh. Nugent. Why why explain to me why you I saw think, Dan Bailey working on the field today. Why a guy that has a a a uh, a prominent hook. Why do they put him on the left hash? Why do they put him on the left hash? I don't know. I'm with you on that. I don't know. I just hope it doesn't come to that. I it's what I said last week and y'all I, got mad at me. Atlanta. Don't be wet blanket Rob. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? I didn't get mad at you. I said, I, I, I said, Make hey, <laughs> all I want is extra points. Yeah, just give me the points. Field goals are a bonus. Yeah. 
Let's Four-point go, place, good yesterday. Let's go to the phone lines. We have Michael from California on the line. Michael, what is your question? It looks like we lost Michael. Call back, Michael. Uh, that leaves the phone line that, open. I thought, I thought that was going to be Michael <laughs> pulling our leg. Ten, pretend Whoa, like, oh. Brian. Michael sounds a little like uh, Miles Austin. Maybe I should. Uh, <laughs> Miles Austin was getting some serious airtime uh, in that game yesterday because he kept going back to the 2009 game. Yeah. And it was like every time they showed Miles Austin, he was obviously not prepared for the camera. Just so funny. Well, for the first time, they gave him a, they gave him an earpiece. Yeah, he was actually listening to what's going listening on. Listening in, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he was had a had a microphone. No, also. it's the best drop you got, Kent. It's the best drop you got. Here's yeah. a question for you guys that um, I was kind of wondering: who had a who was more important to that victory yesterday, Terrence Williams or Cole Beasley? A good question, Kent. Uh, I. I Terrence Williams, to me, not just the yardage that he had, but it's uh, Zeke gave him credit again for he's blocking those safeties downhill and those running plays, and that's the stuff people don't see that he usually provides. It's he's had his cherry on top was he was making big plays in the passing game this time, mm-hmm. and he dealt with the sideline very well at the end of the game. Caught yeah. the pass, got the first down, and fell down. Fell down. That's some football intelligence. How about the old that, W.T. White Longhorn. Yes, a lot of teammates happy for him after that game. I think, I think they recognize he doesn't get enough credit for yeah. some other things he I does. I said it on the post-game show. He, he and Tyron Crawford get beat up more than any two players on this team. Jeff Heath? Jeff Heath gets beat up way more. I don't think Jeff Heath gets beat up as much as those two guys. Anymore. Anymore. Twitter poll? Maybe throw Taco in there, too. <laughs> yeah, who has no, the most no, haters? No, but no. And then Mickey's the, choice who, just put Mickey. Who's the whipping boy? <laughs> Well, I, I no, I you know, I, I I respect what you're saying, but I, I think fans clearly go after T Will. Clearly go after him. And they clearly go after Tyron Crawford. And clearly. they go after Byron Jones. Is Byron Jones the new one? Yes. He's a he's a new one on at least on social media. Upset with, you know, that last drive before the half, the penalty that got him. That's why I asked you that today, Brian, because yeah. that's all I saw yesterday was everyone kind of like going in on him. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if that penalty doesn't happen, then what they get the ball at the end of the thing start. called game pass on DallasCowboys.com. Well, Feel free to click that on. Free trial. Check, he check took his yeah. helmet off. Yeah, he did. The it clock went, was expired. Well, he just he just ripped his that helmet off. That was the off. second penalty. Yeah. 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 So not, not a good sequence. When there's no time on the clock. You can't take your helmet off. You got to kick the extra point. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can't take the helmet off. Stephen Jones was just talking to our friends at the fan, and I'm looking at Twitter, and uh, Stephen Jones, Jeff Cavanaugh says, Says they may have lost Brian Price for the year. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's a that's a that's a no. Yeah, now now. Don't want to. How do you, how do you replace no that? Already thin it defensive tackle. Yeah, how do you replace that? I mean, Mickey is right. You don't want to move Crawford back inside. You just don't want to do it. He's found a home on that on that. Where's right Nick side. Hayden? <laughs> Next up, Next Lewis up. Neal. Let's go. Bryce. Well, Bryce you know, is your one true. You nose. might you you'll have that spot if probably, and you might even actually have another spot depending on what happens to Zeke. They can re-sign the guy they let they they can re-sign the guy they released off the practice squad, right? Right. Ste- uh, I can't say it. Stanley. Yeah, but he's well, a Mapunga. defensive end. Mapunga? He's yeah. a defensive end. Oh, he's and, an end. And, and yeah. Lewis Neal is not a nose tackle, right? I mean, he's he's a, more of a three. He, they kind of turned him into a three. Yeah. Started off as a nose, and then yeah. they saw his quickness. I'll tell you what, he is in in practice though. Just talking to some folks, they they really like what he's been able to do. It, yeah. It, it, working against Zach Martin, he was the one guy that, you know, he wouldn't win every single rep against Zach Martin in camp, but he would win one out of four. And you, you're kind of like, man, maybe maybe so. Maybe there's something this six foot guy can do. You oh. know? Well, let's get back to the phone lines. We do have Mike from Orlando now. So, Mike, what is your question? 
Hey, uh, good morning, good afternoon, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Uh, great game yesterday. Uh, just a couple of quick things on uh, Sean Lee. That guy, he made so many plays yesterday. He is so smart. Watching him and then rewatching the game pass uh, last night, that guy just makes play after play after play that, that people don't even realize. I was glad uh, he, Romo made the comment about him being um, underrated yesterday because he really is. And then secondly, do you think um, – we may get Cheeto back this week, and if we do, will that allow Byron to maybe just be more of a free safety player than than uh, than what he's currently doing? Do you think that'll help? I appreciate all your work, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, as I told you guys that Stephen Jones was just talking to the fan. He also answered a Cheeto question saying they should be getting rookie Cheeto back here very soon. Yeah, he was out very there. Very soon, obviously, vague. Walking to the um... – Walking to the studio here, he was out there on the field with Dan Bailey working out. So hopefully, uh, Mickey said this the other day, you know, he's, it's two times he's been on and off the field. You don't want to make it a third time. So make sure that he's absolutely 100% ready to go. I think if you um, – be interesting to see how they play because now they're starting to use uh, Xavier Woods as a deep guy. And I don't know if they want to take Xavier Woods off the field. Mm-hmm. So you, I think you'll still have a situation where Byron plays down and so does Awuzie. Both will play down in the slot. And so then you have to then, okay, it, will that make your dime package better? Yeah, it'll make it a lot better probably. But I, I don't know how they, they really do like Woods. Yeah. And so who do you take off the field? And I know everybody will say again, probably Jeff Heath. Take Jeff Heath off the field, but we'll, we'll let's see how they how they play this though. In the Green Bay game, he was he was one of your guys that was deep too, and I'm I'm talking about Cheeto. So uh, let's I, see. They I don't think Awuzie's present affects Byron Jones. Not at all. No. They answer. Yeah, that suddenly like got come. Up. That I feel like everyone's been talking about that recently, and now it's like okay, no, they're not parallels. Yeah, you know, it, it was you know they, they've got guys. Yesterday, the inactives came down to. We were talking about that. Noah Brown to me was it was either him or March Lillard that was going to get taken off, and uh, they went with the extra linebacker. So they're going to have to figure that out once uh, once Cheeto gets back. Who is that next inactive guy? Mm-hmm. And now Mickey also Stephen answered some questions about the Sun that you also have when they were asked about the Suns' glare and what's been happening at AT&T Stadium. It's almost becoming a joke now, and you know how it's affecting the guys. He said, we are continuing to look at technology we can implement, but yes, we still care about this, and we will continue to evaluate. Technology. Technology. <laughs> well, to look at the technology. Isn't there ways that they can do this? Can you do funny. those you windows can fog, like we you can do fog them. cars? You can fog them, yeah. Or, or you, can, you, can, you can make the glass... Maybe you or can, you can put up a curtain. Yeah. No, you can block out the sun. NFL is not going to allow you to do that. Why not? Because then you have a choice of when you put the curtain up and when you don't. Well, you going to leave it up the whole time? No, when the sun is peeking through big time. Well, what if, I, and I what if I have the press box and we go pull it down? What if I have Rogers the ball? Yeah, that's like opening up the door at Giant Stadium yeah. back in the day. Up the wind. And let the tunnel, the wind come through the tunnel when you're cooking. Don't they have the direction. way to the ways to tint glass now? Tint yes. glass. Fro- yeah, maybe fro- you frost them. Or How's that going to look, though? Yeah. It's excessive? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Well, maybe you could have been there to help McAdoo when he was asked about what he told us. <laughs> so, I mean, in other words, and in other words, then what if you wanted to open the the doors? Then you got to worry about the sun coming in, and it's like, oh, I'm coming that way. Well, let me close the doors now. It's yeah. getting a little chilly in here. Why don't you ask Jason at three o'clock what he, what 
what he thinks about the sun. Oh, I dare five, you, Mickey. You five, won't. You five, won't, Mick. Five billion, five billion year question I right there. I dare right? you, Mickey. The sun has been here for how many million years? Is it billion or million? It's or billion. billion. You almost feel more for the fans than you do for the players because the fans can't see the field. Yeah, in some places. I've stood on that end of the field down there, and it is tough. I mean, I've looked back into that. I know the Denver game, Nick and I stood down there. And can, you, like, can you do like a picture on your computer and push the button and everything rotates a quarter? No. Can't rotate the field? You no. mean like the whole stadium? Just like, kind of move it like more like east see on, kind of thing? See, on the kickoff here. Did you get enough sleep last night, Nick? <laughs> on the kickoff here, it, Living says, in a strange it world. says Cowboys win the toss. and Rotate Chiefs, the field. Chiefs, Chiefs choose to defend the north end zone. And it's like, well, where's the north end zone? Oh, there's not a north end zone, is it? But I think in the program for these, it's either north or south because every field's probably north and south. Right. Right? With the exception of the L.A. Coliseum. Right. The L.A. Coliseum was built over 100 years ago, though, so it would be – it's the only other field other than the Cowboys that sits east to west. San Francisco needs to rethink theirs because the noon start – early start out there at 1 o'clock. At Angerham. The sun was coming right out of the south. Does anyone know if they fix the roof at? Uh, you better bring your Mercedes rain. You're worried about that five by five spot on the on, oh yeah on the ground. Hey, we'll stand right in that spot as, as the no, weather's coming down. Not having it. Not having it. Am I worried about that, or am I worried about you know some AJ Green, Jalen Ramsey type activity? Uh, are we worried about the field freezing in Green Bay? Hmm. What? What? You guys, everybody all of a sudden now worrying about the elements. Oh, what? what? It snows oh, in Green oh. Bay, oh. right? This is the field joke. freezes in Green Bay. You're the one who's just been ranting about the sun. And the sun, <laughs> yeah. I said, deal with it. You deal with a frozen field. You deal with snow. What other, what other sport has to deal with elements? They cancel games. They don't play baseball. Soccer. Right? They don't water down the court in the NBA like I told you and say, oh, they got let's dead see spots. how these guys deal with it. That old boss of guard had dead right? spots. Yeah. Very that's that would be it's kind of like that thing that happened. Remember the, when the air conditioning went out, the Spurs? Oh, gosh. And everyone was dying and sweating and nobody could play. And then what did you want them to say? Well, they could be playing this game outside that's in 100-degree right. heat. Well, they shouldn't have been. They were inside. They shouldn't have had to worry about that. I think they that's kind of the point. Drop the knowledge. It could be avoided, right? Right. Can it? Well, yeah. Can it? Do you put a Do you put a a, a shade at the other end too? Let's just go down to no. hobby, hobby. Let's talk about something positive. I just think, I just Tomba think Ollie, we Holly. spend way too much time on the sun. As we end our show, let's talk about Tomba Holly mm-hmm. giving some mad props to the Cowboys, saying that they are the best team in the NFC, even better than the Eagles, who are of course eight and one. Yeah. What do you guys think? You think that's very well? They 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 thing? yeah they beat the Eagles so you know and then lose the Cowboys but yeah I mean hey players you know a guy like that you know he hasn't played I mean he hasn't played very much yeah so you know he but he's a veteran player he understands he and watches knows that. what he's saying you know what he's saying yeah I think that he I think that he saw what we all saw was that somebody slowed down their offense. And that's where I mean, and, and you know, defensively, he knew they were going to be in trouble because they hadn't really stopped the run well. But they had to be pressed with Dak Prescott and his ability to throw the football the way he did. The receivers, the plays they made. But I think if you're Kansas City, you look at your offense and go, "What happened in this game?" And you know, and the Cowboys came into that game. You know, we all had our questions about not so much the pass rush, but the run defense, tackling things like that. 
All the things they needed to do in that football game, get a turnover, it worked out for them, you know? So give them credit. And if he saw it because of their offense getting shut down, well, then he's absolutely right. Well, they beat Philadelphia. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. And we're watching the 2016 Cowboys offense right now. They are absolutely rolling. And when you get the defense playing this well, this is the type of team that can go on a run. Absolutely. They've gone. See what happens with Zeke, of course. They've gone from the 21st ranked defense after their back to back losses to 14th in three weeks. Yeah. So they're moving the right direction. They absolutely are. And we will be back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio tomorrow. Same time, same place, same people. And there's no <laughs> Mickey's choice, but Mickey will be. I there. think that would be a popular pick. In his own mind. All right. People say no. We'll be back tomorrow. Join us then. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Victory Monday.